Good morning. Happy New Year to all you. Man, I feel like I haven't seen you guys all year long. Wait for that one. Come on, that was good. I was, man, I was waiting for that all week long. So you guys are like, oh, that's right, because it's the new year. There you go. It's all right. It's early. It's early. Some of you were up late. It's okay. It's all right. You know, uh, we're starting the new year, 2023, and a lot of people do New Year's resolutions. How many of you do that? Okay. <laughs> it's like, my New Year's resolution was not to raise my hand in church. You're making me ruin it right now. Or like you have a word, you know, you have like these things that, that you want to accomplish. I think that's great. I, all that stuff is great. Uh, there's, there's, you know, there's no problem in that. I think that's fantastic. But before we start into 2023, 20, uh, I want to take a look back into 2022. There's actually some pretty amazing things that happened in this past year. I'll just give you a, a couple highlights. Wordle, you guys Wordle fans? Any of you guys do, do Wordle? It was created last year. Uh, Wordle actually started last year. Um, how about this one? Tom Brady retired and then unretired and probably now wishes he had stayed retired. Um, how about this one? John, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? Yeah, I didn't get that. I, I don't understand how people were just mesmerized by that, but, but good for you. Uh, you know, good for you. Uh, the Will Smith slap, right? I know that happened. That's one of those things like, oh yeah. Russian invades Ukraine. Well, we've heard a lot about that. Hurricane Ian, giant hurricane um, on the East Coast. The overturning of Roe versus Wade, uh, that happened this year. Elon, Elon Musk buys Twitter. Uh, that was a, that was a, for you Twitter people, good for you. Um, Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth died uh, this, this past year. And uh, probably the biggest one, the one that impacted most of us in here, gas prices soared. And ironically, cryptocurrency did not. It went the other way. So, you know, it was... But on the first Sunday of 2023, I, I want to take a look back. I think we should all take a look back at what God did in our lives this year. If you have your notes, I want to encourage you to get them out because I'm going to ask you to take a couple notes. Think back over your past year as we move forward in our time together today. We're going to look at three categories. The good, the bad, and the ugly. My guess is, is that in your life in 2022, all three of those things popped up. And I think it's important that we look at all of them. First, the good. Now, this is the easiest of the three to write down. What are some good things that happened in your life in 2022? Maybe you went on vacation. Maybe you got a raise or your kids went back to school. <laughs> right? <laughs> Parents are like, yeah, hey, that's right, yeah. Um. You know, maybe you moved. Uh, maybe you got a new car. Maybe, you know, something that happened in your life. I want you to write that down. Just write down one good thing that happened. And if you're like, I, I, I can't think of anything, breathe in, breathe out. You're alive. You're welcome. There's one good thing that happened to you in, uh, in uh, 2022. But, you know, one good thing. Okay, how about this one? The bad. Now, these are things that we want to forget, but it's also important for us to remember because you, you can't just have all good all the time. There's, there's got to be other things that go on. What are some bad things that happened this year? Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you have family or friends that moved away. Maybe you got COVID. Uh, maybe you have a friend that, that, that got COVID. Uh, maybe you've, you've had a, a difficult conversation. Maybe you've had something, um, you know, happen in your neighborhood or happen at work. Maybe you got in a car accident. But what is this, what's a bad thing that happened this year? 
You know, you write that down. Maybe you just want to write initials because you don't want anybody to peek on your notes. But, you know, what's the bad thing that happened this year? And then the third thing, probably the hardest thing, this is the thing that we can't forget. No matter how hard we try, this is the thing that as you think about the ugly, if something pops into your head, this is the thing that might keep you awake at night, even still as you roll into the new year. What's your struggle as you end this year? This is the ugly. This is the ugly. What's the ugly thing that happened? Oh, Kevin, I don't want to remember the ugly. It's all part of the process. Because in our life, and I will tell you, in, in this new year, in, in 2023, you're going to get all three of these things. You're going to have good things that are going to happen. You're going to have bad things that are going to happen. And then you're going to have some ugly things that are going to happen in your life. Why? Because we live in a, in a broken world with broken people that do broken things, present company included. And all of us are going to experience this. So it's important for us to remember what happened so that as we go into the new year, we'll know how to navigate all the things that are coming our way. What's the struggle as you end this year? Maybe you lost a loved one. Maybe you're... You have a marriage that's falling apart. Maybe you're stuck with an addiction. Maybe you're struggling with forgiveness. Maybe you found out that you have an illness and you don't know what to do with it. Maybe you lost a, a, a loved one, a, a father, a son, a spouse. Just this, this past week, uh, two people that um, I found out this past week, two people that used to go to our church uh, passed away on the same day. On the same day. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's something that happened in your life. And you're like, oh, I, this has just been a struggle. I know for me personally, um, I lost a very close friend last year. It was hard. It was hard. And those are the things that you just kind of want to go, you know, I'd rather not relive that. So why do we need to remember all three? If you have your Bibles, a tablet or a phone, turn to Psalm chapter 9. Psalm chapter 9. We're going we're gonna to look at a psalm that David wrote as he was remembering all three of these things that had happened in his life. And some of the things were currently going on. First, we want to look at the good. This is our favorite one. We look at the good. And the reason we want to look at the good is that these are the building blocks of our faith. As we go through the year like, oh, God, thank you for all the good things that have happened. Psalm 9, 1 and 2 says this. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount, circle that word, recount, all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. It's important that we remember the good things. In fact, write those down. That word recount means to make a written record, announce, to report, to tell. It's important to write those things down. One of the things that we did, Monica and I did this past year, um, we have a blessings jar. We have a jar in our house, and um, during the year... As things happen, we write them down on a piece of paper, we stick them in the jar. This morning, uh, we were sitting down over breakfast, we opened the jar and we were reading through. And some of the things, honestly, I had forgotten that had happened. Some of the things that we read, some of the things that we read were like, oh man, do you remember that? A couple of things that have happened in our life this year. Um, we had a daughter that graduated from college, then got engaged, then got married. That all happened <laughs> this, uh, in, in 2022. Um, my, my wife and I, my wife turned 50 this year. She's not here, so I can tell you that. My wife turned 50 this year. So, you know, that, that was a big deal. 
Uh, next Sunday, or we, we celebrated 29 years of marriage. We're going to have our 30th wedding anniversary actually next week. There, there's some, thank you. You can clap for her. She just, uh, <laughs> there's, some good, there's some really good things that have happened in our lives. We had, some, you know, we had some blessings that we were not expecting. We had some things that popped up in, in our lives. We got to go on a vacation this past year, and my whole family uh, got to be there. I got to see all of my siblings and my parents in, in one location. Those are good things that have happened. And you need to write those down, make an, uh, make an account of that. James 1.17 says, Every good and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. It's important that as you go through this next year, that you write down the good things. Because God is good. God is good in ways that we don't even realize. God is good in ways that you don't even think about. God, is, God does things in our lives sometimes where um, I was going to pull out, at a, 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 this actually happened to be right around Christmas, I was about ready to pull out um, into an intersection, someone blew a stop sign and ran right through it. And if I had continued on, I would have gotten in a really terrible accident. Um, my, my daughter was flying home, the Southwest thing, right? If you, sorry if you experienced that. Um, my daughter got, uh, was able to get home on an earlier flight and actually came home, and they actually got to stay an extra day because of it. But it's important to write those things down and remember those, because those are the building blocks of our faith. Those are the things that we go, oh, God, I remember when you were good. And the reason it's important to remember that is because the next thing that, that we need to remember is the bad. And the reason we need to remember the bad is it gives us perspective. Continuing on in Psalm chapter 9, verse 9, the Bible says, The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. It's interesting in this passage that word stronghold is used twice. Actually, two different versions of the same word. The first word, the Lord is a, a stronghold, that means the Lord is a refuge. And then when he continues on and says, a stronghold in times of trouble, that means a place of safety. The verse reads, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed and a place of safety in times of trouble. Sometimes the bad things that happen in our lives are self-inflicted. Sometimes they are other-inflicted. But we get to choose our response. The, the, the bad is going to happen just as the good is going to happen. But it really does depend on where is our focus, when it, on the circumstances that are in our lives, where is our focus? On the good and the bad or just the bad? Uh, years ago, when I lived in California, I, I'm a car guy. Um, you, you may have, you, that may be a surprise to you, but people that know me, it's not. I, I'm a car guy, I love cars. And uh, back in the day, before I, uh, before I moved up here from, um, uh, from California, I had a 1998 black BMW 528i, right? And now, it was old, but it was beautiful. A little like me. But, you know, this, so this was, this was my car. Spent a lot of time detailing it. I loved this car. It was super fun to drive. You know, it was old, but I really, it was just, it was fun. It looked good. And I had a friend who, who got new um, rims for his car. He was a big BMW guy, and he had a really nice BMW. And so he gave me the old rims on his car, these, these things right here. Gave me these rims. Got them. I was so excited. And I put them on the car, 
And the, like the first day, you just put them on, you're just like, oh, 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 it was made. Like it was, car people, you're saying amen. Like you get it, right? So I go to work. Um, I was driving the minivan because we did not have all cool cars. So I was driving, you know, driving the minivan, but my wife, the, my wife had, <laughs> had our car. And I go to work, and she calls me. She says, Kevin, I have a growth opportunity for you today. Literally started the conversation that way. Do tell. By the way, if you ever have to give bad news, that's a great disarming way to start a conversation. I have to tell you. Because I'm like, okay. And it was. It was she, said, um, she said, honey, um, I was back in the car out of the driveway. And she said, you know that brick planter right next to the driveway? Um, she said, I gently... Um, made friends with the brick and the, and the new rims on the car. And by make friends, if she means gouging it beyond recognition and taking a big chunk out of a tire, then yes, that's exactly what had happened to my car. And I came home and I looked at it and I thought to myself, well, there's nothing I can do about it now. There's nothing I can do about it now. In fact, my friend that actually sold me the rims was more mad about it than I was. But the truth of the story is, is that it really was a growth opportunity. Because honestly, I could have gone either way on that. It was brand new. It, was, it, was, it looked great on the car. And like the first day we had it. <sighs> really? Here's the thing that I've learned about bad things that happen in our lives. They're very unexpected. It's not like we wake up every day and go, I hope something bad happens. Like We, do, we don't walk around that way. But when they do pop into our lives, we get to choose how we react. How do you see the bad circumstances in your life? Romans chapter 5, verse 3 through 5 says this. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. I love this progression because it is so true. I mean, thank, thank you God for giving us scripture. That when something bad happens in our lives, it really is an opportunity. That our suffering produces endurance and our endurance produces character and our character produces hope. And our hope does not put us to shame. And I get that, oh you know, I'd rather not have all this production in my life, Kevin. Thank you very much. I agree. Nobody's looking for bad things to happen. But when they do, and they will. How do you want to roll through it? How do you want to roll through it? Do you want to do it in, in your own flesh? Do you want to handle it your own way? Your own wisdom? Your own emotion? Or do you want to lean into, God, you are with me in the good. And I appreciate the good that you brought into my life. God, you are also with me in the bad. See, there is beauty in the bad. It's all in how you choose to see it. How has God used this bad circumstance in your life? Um, a couple years ago, 2018, fall of 2018, I got a phone call from a stranger in California. Um, have you guys ever heard of The Amazing Race? Have you guys ever heard of that, that TV show? I, I've heard of it. I didn't really know that much about it. Well, one of the producers of The Amazing Race called me and said, hey, 
um, we are doing a viral video, Amazing Race, and we'd love you and your daughter to fly down to California and try out for the Amazing Race. Okay. So my daughter, Madison, I called her. She was going to have to take a semester off of school. I talked to Barry, and we were going to have to be gone for a month shooting all, all, you know, all over the world. Can we really do this? Yep, all of our schedules lined up. So we flew down to Burbank, and we tried out for the Amazing Race. This is in the fall of 2018. Couldn't tell anybody. It was you know, super secret. You had to sign all these waivers. Um, we tried out. They loved us. Like, they really loved us. They, um, it, you know, every time we, we'd do the camera thing, it went well. The producers loved us. We did a, we did a mock interview. They they, in fact, they loved us so much that they said, when we have all these people that, that flew in, we're going to put you last because we think you're going to kill it with the producers. So we walk into this room at the end, and um, who's, the, who's the guy? Who's the host? The, the, the British guy. What's his name? Phil. Yes, yeah, sorry. And if he's not British, sorry. Uh, but Phil, that guy, right? I walk into the room, like Phil's right there. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. You know, I, I mean, an amazing race. I don't really know much about it. I'm more of a survivor guy myself. Like I, but I know, I, I, know it's, you know, I know it's a TV show. Sit in, do the whole interview, and we left. And I just, I just didn't, I didn't, I, like, oh, I don't think it, mm. and then they come to your door later, you know, they're, you're sequestered in your room, they come to your door later, and they basically, they said, yep, you got cut. You got cut, you're going home. Like, oh. So we go home, fly, you know, fly home, sad, bummed, like going on this adventure with my daughter for a whole month, flying around, doing this crazy race, that would be cool. So, you know, we, but we go, all right, there's a reason for it, no problem. That was in the fall of 2018. You remember anything else that happened around the fall of 2018, going to 2019? Begins with the C, ends with the D, kind of shut down the world. COVID hit. And we didn't go on the race. And, and, and Monica, I remember being in the car in Silverdale, and we heard, it was January 2019, we heard that the Amazing Race was one of the first productions to shut down. They shut down production because of COVID, and they sent everybody home. Now, Madison would have given up an entire semester of school. Oh, by the way, that's also when she met her boyfriend, who was now her husband, all during that time. Like, everything in our lives would have been all chopped up, and then we wouldn't have been able to do it anyway because they shut the production down. Now, at the time, we were like, oh, this is a bad deal. We wish, you know, they, they loved us. They said we were going to make it, and then... You know, I don't know, I guess we weren't weird enough or something for the show. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know why. Maybe we were too weird. That's weird. That's probably what it was. But we didn't make the show. But afterwards, we looked back and said, wow, God, thank you. Thank you for that difficult circumstance. There was good in it. I got to hang out with my daughter for four days in a, in a hotel room. We watched a lot of Amazing Race uh, during that time. But we got to spend a lot of time together, do some really cool interviews. We had this shared experience. Did it work out that we were on TV? Nope, but there's worse things that can happen in somebody's life. Not all the circumstances work out the way that we want. Some of the bad things that happen to our life happen for a reason. And in our case, in this situation, it was actually really good. And what we thought was bad actually turned out really good for my daughter, who's now married. So you have the good, you have the bad, and then... You have the ugly. Now, why in the world do we need to look back at the ugly? Like, Kevin, that, there's been some really bad things that have happened to some really close friends of mine. There's been some really bad things that have happened in my personal life in 2022. There's some things that have happened that, honestly, I would, I would really rather didn't happen and most certainly would want to forget. 
But the reason that's important for us to look back on the ugly is because we need hope. We need hope. Because for some of you, you're still living in it. You're still living in difficult circumstances. You're still going through the first year of first. You're still going through learning what it means to be single now when when you were married. You're learning what it means to regain trust. You're trying to navigate a, a new world with words that were said and things that happened that you can't unhear and you can't undo. And you're, you're struggling in that. And you're like, Kevin, I, 2022 wasn't so awesome. I'm really glad to close the door on that. And that's okay because 2023 is, is a new year. But friends, in the ugly, we need hope. And there's only one place that hope can come from, and that's God. See, God is in the good, God is in the bad, and God is also in the ugly. Psalm chapter 9, verses 12 through 14. For he who avenges blood is mindful of them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Be gracious to me, O Lord. See my affliction from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praises that in the gates of the daughter of Zion, I may rejoice in your salvation. What I've learned in my own personal life and watching uh, other people walk through their difficulties, there is blessing in the pain, and it comes in the form of hope. And you may not see it this side of heaven, but you will see it. I love that word in verse 14, that I may recount. It's the same word in Psalm 1, when we talked about the good things. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount of your wonderful deeds. David comes back when he's in a difficulty and he's remembering his enemies and what they're doing to him and the bad situation that he finds himself in. He also says, I will recount all your praises. It's the same word. Because in that hope, when you feel hopeless, and there's some of you here today and watching online, you feel hopeless. You feel stuck in your circumstances. And I get it, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it and go, the sun will come out tomorrow and everything's going to be okay, because I I don't want to be disingenuous. But I will promise you this, the same God that is in the good is the same God that's in the ugly. And if you need to cling to something today, cling to that. Because in my own personal life, in those dark, hard days, that is the only thing that has gotten me through. It is the only thing that will get you through. Psalm, uh, excuse me, Romans 15, 13 says this. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. In the ugly, we need to recount the good that the Lord has done to restore our hope in the world because for some of you, you're having a hard time hoping in the Lord. You're looking at at the situation and going, hey, God, where were you? Where were you when this was going on? I'll never forget this. I, um, I went to a, a conference um, years and years ago, a pastor's conference. And um, it, it, it was uh, put on by Cloud and Townsend. They're these, count, um, they're these Christian counselors, um, really big in the counseling world. And we were in this uh, situation, and there was a guy in there, and he was really struggling with some of the things that had happened in his past. And we had to do this, this role-playing situation And he had to put himself in someone else's um, very difficult circumstance. And you watch this this man unleash his pain out loud. 
I've never seen anyone scream at God like this man did. I've never heard anyone use words like he used towards God. And that came from a very dark, very hurtful, very painful place where, honestly, this man was struggling with hope. Where were you, God? I remember him saying that. Where were you, God? Where were you, God, when my sister was being molested by the babysitter and my parents were away doing this stuff? Where were you? Why couldn't you have stopped that? Why couldn't you have prevented that? Why, God? Why weren't you there? And for some of you, you can relate to that. Because you're living in the ugly right now. And it's okay. God's a big God. God can handle your pain. Just like he can handle the good, God can handle the bad. God most certainly can handle the ugly. And my encouragement to you today is cling to the hope that you have when things are going well. Cling to the hope that only God can give. And if you're like, Kevin, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know how to move forward. Okay. Tell God that. Psalm 30, verse 5 says, Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. Some of the most beautiful sunrises come after the fiercest storms. And if you're in the fierce storm right now, just know that the sun will come out again. It may look different. Your circumstances may look different. You may have a new normal. But God's hope will keep you through all that. And I don't want to just say that as some kind of, we're in church, Jesus is the answer, what's the question? I'm telling you that because I believe it, because I've experienced it, because I've seen it. I've watched it in other people's life. I've experienced it in my own life. I've experienced it in my own life in this past year. And that's the beauty of being able to look back over some of the difficult things that have happened in our life and go, God, thank you for the good. God, thank you for the bad because I see how you worked that out. And God, I'm, I'm working on thanking you for the ugly. But I'm going to hope in the fact that you are in the control. 2022 was filled with all three of those things, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, and it can serve a purpose in our life. Yesterday, I was thinking about, um, I was reading in my Bible and, and it struck me. Something interesting that, that you may not realize, that this message was actually done a year ago. But last year, uh, we had a snowstorm. And, that, and the last Sunday of the year, and, and church was canceled. And so, if you're sitting here today, and you're, 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 you know, you're, you're having a difficult time with some things you're thinking about, just know that of all the places in the world that God wanted you, He wanted you here. And I can tell you this, that this message was a year ago. And God asked me to, to, to speak on this today. But something he gave me yesterday, I, and, and I never really thought about this before. I was reading in Philippians, and I'm at the end of Philippians, in, in uh, Philippians chapter 4. And, and some of the things in Philippians are, um, if you're growing up in church, they're very, very familiar. Be anxious for nothing. Um, I can do all things through God. Christ who gives me strength. There are some very familiar things. But I was, I was reading about uh, Paul's um, recount of, of what's going on in his life. And Paul's near the end of his life. Paul most certainly understands that, he, he's going to die soon. And I was reading in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11, and I got a brand new perspective on a very familiar verse. Verse 11 says this, Not that I'm speaking of being in need. Here's the part that hit me. For I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. Think about that. 
in whatever situation you find yourself in, there is contentment to be found if you're willing to look for it. And contentment might just be, I don't know. God, I don't understand. God, I, I don't know why. But I'm going to be tent, content in the fact that you are in control. Because that was Paul. Paul's like, hey, I, I've, had, I've had it all. I've been super wealthy. I've been super poor. I've been super popular. I've been despised. I've had a really good life. I've had people try to kill me. I've been free. Now I'm in prison. Paul says, look, in all the circumstances, the good, the bad, and the ugly, in all the things that I have happened in my life, this one thing that I've learned, whatever situation I'm in, to be content. See, his hope in all the circumstances came from one singular place. His hope was in Jesus Christ. And for some of you here today, that's the missing piece for you. You don't have that hope in Jesus Christ. You just hope that 2023 is better than last year. You hope that you get a better job. You hope things just work out. And in your own strength, in your own power, you're just kind of chugging down life, just going, man, I hope this stuff works out for me. And it might. You know, you're smart, good looking, you know, got a good job, whatever. Sure, for a while you can go on your own strength. But here's the thing that I know about life. Eventually there will be a bump in the road. And if your hope is in anything other than Jesus Christ, my word, we saw that in, when COVID hit. People had their hope in their jobs, in their health, in their kids going to school, in, in all these things in life that we were used to. And in an instant it was taken away. And some of us are still dealing with the impacts of all that stuff that, that went on. Paul said, in all the circumstances that I've been in, I've learned to be content. And here's the kicker in verse 13. Paul says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And we have a tendency to take that verse a little bit out of context. But I really believe in this, in this circumstance, in this situation, Paul's looking at it going, look, I can do all things in the good. I can do all things. In the bad, I can do all things. In the ugly, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because God in his wisdom sees my life in a very different perspective than I do. I, I, I was thinking about this. I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to be morbid. I don't know if I'm going to be here this time next year. I hope so. I mean, I, I, I hope so. But I don't know. I have a really good friend that was sitting where you were sitting last year. He's not here. He's in heaven. I'm very much excited to see him. I don't know. I'm, I'm in relatively good health right now. I don't know if that's going to be like that next year. My kids are doing well. I don't know if that's going to be like that at the end, uh, at the end of 2023. I, I, don't, I don't know. And I'm not trying to be, you know, sadistic. But we have no guarantee that tomorrow's going to be a bed of roses for us. We, we don't. And I'm not trying to freak anybody out. <laughs> but friends, if your hope is in anything other than Jesus Christ, the chances are 2023 is going to be just as bumpy as 2022. And if you're here today, you're going, I need something more. Let me encourage you. Today is the day that you can put your hope in Jesus Christ. And it is such, a, it is such a, 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 a simple, wonderful thing to do. 
If you, if you weren't here on, uh, on Christmas Eve, man, it was just so cool to see how the, how the, the gospel was presented in this, this character who had been running from God and running from God, and all of a sudden it just hit him, like, I, I, I need Jesus in my life. The whole reason that Jesus came, the whole reason that Jesus um, was, was born of a virgin, the whole reason that he lived on this earth was to take the place for your sin and my sin. He died on a cross. We just talked about this with communion. He died on a cross, and he rose from the dead. Jesus experienced the good, the bad, the ugly, all the things that the earth has that, that we experience here in this world. But he overcame all of it and gives us a hope that no, no other religion, no other thing in this earth could give except Jesus Christ. And all you have to do is accept it. That's all you have to do. It is very simple. There is a God, I am not it. Jesus, come into my life and save me. Forgive me of my sins. I want your free gift of salvation. Please come into my life. I need you. And it doesn't mean that your circumstances are going to change. You're going to leave, leave here and, and win the Mega Millions Powerball on Tuesday or whatever. It doesn't, doesn't mean that everything, you know, everything in your life is going to change. But it does mean this. You're going to have hope that you didn't have. And for those of you that are walking with Jesus, and you've had a great 2022, good for you. Praise God for that. For those of you that you've had some bad things happen, but you've learned a few lessons, you've, you're a little wiser, and you're going to walk through things a little differently. I'm not investing in crypto next year. You know, you're, you're going to walk through things a little differently. Good for you. God, thank you for that. For those of you that are in the ugly right now, maybe some days it's just hard to roll out of bed, have hope that God is aware of your circumstances, God is aware of your pain, and his arms are wide open for you to just lean into him and hear him say, child, I have you. And I know you don't understand everything, and I promise you, I'm here for you. I love you. I care about you. That's the blessing of reflecting on the good and the bad and the ugly. So as you look at your list and you look at the things that are on your list and you think about the year, be encouraged because 2023 has all these wonderful possibilities for all three things. And all of them can be beneficial in our lives. As we close our time together, I'm going to do things a little different. I'm going to ask everybody to stand. I know, I know, it's so hard. I'm going to ask you guys to stand. <laughs> Why don't you ask me for a kidney, Kevin, for crying out loud? Just stand. And I want you to think about your past year. Are you willing to thank God for all of it? Well, just think about that. Are you willing to thank God for all of it? I hope so. And I hope that you leave here encouraged. Because the same Jesus that was on the throne at the beginning of 2022 is the same Jesus that's on the throne today. And you have no need to fear, you have no need to worry about what circumstances or situations are going to come in 2023. Because God is still God. And we rest in that. But I want to pray for you and for your new year. That God will show up in unbelievable ways in your life. And that you will leave here filled with the hope that only he can give you. Would you pray with me? God, thank you for allowing us the circumstance to be here today. Of all the places in the world that we could be, you've allowed us to be here in this moment. And thank you for that. God, thank you for David and the things that were going on in his life. That in Psalm chapter 9, when he wrote this stuff, when he was excited about the good things and, and 
recognized the bad things and was struggling with some of the, the ugly things that were going on in his life, in all of it, he recounted of your goodness. God, I, I, I pray for my friends that have gathered here today that are watching online. I, I pray that if there's anyone in here that doesn't know you, that today would be the day they say yes to you, Jesus. Oh, what an incredible way to start the new year. But God, for my friends that are here today, I pray that they would be encouraged as they leave. That whatever you're going to bring into our lives in 2023, we will recount of the goodness of God and hope in that. Thank you for what's in front of us. Thank you that you walk with us through all of it. In Christ's name we pray.